You're listening to Mermaid for This Podcast with your host, Desiree Reinhardt. Tune in each week for a new episode featuring topics from self-development, entrepreneurship, creativity, and being the kick-ass boss that you are. So listen up and listen in because it's about to get real. After all, you were made for this. Here's your host, Desiree Reinhardt. Welcome back to Mermaid for This. I'm your host, Desiree Reinhardt. Today's podcast is sponsored by the original Scrapbox. Show notes are found in the description and on my website, mermaidforthis.com. Thank you so much for all of the positive feedback from episode 9 with Stacy. Today's guest was one of my very first Made by Mermaids customers. Over the years, we have continued to follow each other on Instagram and Facebook, always liking each other's posts and supporting each other's creations. Introducing Monique from Be The Love. She's a content creator, community enthusiast, recipe curator, and constant admirer of things sourced and grown locally in Connecticut. This next part is taken directly from her website. With an emphasis on the food movement, I catch myself more and more in awe by the people with immense passion and the outcomes of their love and work ethics put into action. With that being said, one of my favorite quotes is, be the change you wish to see in the world. And what better way to be the change than to be the love that binds us together? Because with love comes growth, and with growth comes the ability to radiate and spread the love even further. Like bees coming together to pollinate, be the love is a concept of celebrating and supporting our local communities by strengthening bonds, shining light on what makes everyone unique yet collectively wonderful, and sharing optimism so we can all flourish and appreciate the nectar this life has to offer. I just love that, guys. So let's dive right into this interview. All right. So thank you so much for doing this with me today. I really appreciate it. Oh, no problem. I was like, so, super excited that you even asked me. I'm so happy to have you on the podcast. I mean, we're one of my first customers back in like, I don't even know, whenever I started, it was so long ago. Yeah, I still have the ring and everything. It's crazy. <laughs> so do me a favor, just introduce yourself, introduce what you do for a living and tell the listeners who you are. Okay, so I'm Monique Serino. I take photos, I make food, I create things, I <laughs> I just like doing things and creating. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah, you're super creative, very talented. Yeah. So when would you say that you first realized that you were creative or artistic? I I don't know. Ever since I was a kid, I could draw before I could write. I would draw these elaborate dresses, but not faces for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing made sense, but I've just been doing it ever since I can remember. And it was the only thing that I knew. So it was just a part of me. That's awesome. That's really <laughs> cool. So when would you say that you developed a passion for food? Because anybody listening, if they go to your page, they're going to be <laughs> like hungry immediately because everything is so beautiful and obviously you're talented. So when would you say that that passion <laughs> developed? So I would always watch cooking shows with my family. Yeah. And I don't know if it was because in the kitchen, my mom would always 
kick me out. <laughs> that made me watch her more. But I always just sat at the island watching her cook and watch the TV shows. And it just grew from there. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, my family and I, we actually have our own chopped competitions. I don't know. Oh, what? That's amazing. Yeah. So like every couple months we'll have our own competitions. My husband's usually like the host and he records it all on Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> and people really love it. I mean, we love doing it. We even have our own trophy. So I completely understand <laughs> what you're saying. That's amazing. Um, so would you ever consider applying for like a reality TV show, like a cooking show? I think that'd be really fun, but I'd probably be way too nervous. I'd somehow get wicked camera shy. and Really? Yeah. And then I start getting really really awkward and my friends always joke oh it's not a day unless she gets really awkward and <laughs> reacts so weirdly I feel like the total opposite like you would never feel from seeing your photos that you're nervous on camera because you seem like a natural oh, really? well I think that's the thing with social media you just get to put out what you want to put out you have that that barrier in front of you so it's I very mean, true. And again, it also depends on the day and whether I'm on like a coffee high or something. <laughs> very true. Very true. <laughs> so going back to TV shows, which cook, I guess, which cooking show is your favorite? Oh, man. I just, I like so many different kinds, but I'd probably say the favorite people that I love watching are like Jamie Oliver, Alton oh, Brown, yeah. or Gordon Ramsay, just the people that really educate and inform and Definitely. have this unbeatable passion for what they do I think yeah. that's important. Yeah. my husband and I actually went to the Gordon Ramsay uh steakhouse in Atlantic City for our anniversary in September oh, man. it was, was it was amazing I mean it was it was really expensive but uh <laughs> it was imagine. worth yeah it was worth every penny like while we were eating it we we're like oh my god the steak is like $80 but you know what <laughs> It's worth it. <laughs> it's worth it. It was really, really good. And honestly, from seeing him on TV and then going to his restaurant, I could see why he is so famous. I could see why people respect him so much because even his restaurants are just as good. Oh, that's so good. So being a content creator, what would you say sets your work apart from the rest? And how would you say, like, what makes your work successful online? Oh, man. I wouldn't say things set me apart from us. I think maybe I'm just so focused on trying to get better with myself that I I don't even care about yeah. being different. I'm just like, I just want to get better and learn. Like, I'm so about always developing. And, like, there's so much time that you can use focusing on your craft rather than competing with others so true yeah <laughs> I, I'm so happy you said that because that's one of the reasons why I started this podcast because I felt like I was seeing some sort of a pattern on social media where people were almost competing or and not supporting and I think it's so important to support people and that's why I'm doing this you know that's why I have you on that's why I had people on the last two weeks because I want people to know about you. And I think it's really important that we support each other, especially with how people are today. Everyone wants to argue, disagree, and all of that. So I think it's nice that you said that. 
Well, I think with the what's going on right now is you can use social media and Instagram. You can use these platforms in totally different ways. Yeah. And it's true that a lot of people are getting competitive or they're really self-centered. Maybe right. that's not the right word, where it's like, are you using this to benefit your ego or, you know, you realize you can use it as a tool to Absolutely. do things. And I mean, no judgment for either or, but I'd rather focus on, like you said, supporting people, lifting people up. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree a hundred percent. That's what people need to do instead of tearing each other down. I think support is the most important thing. Getting a little off topic. I just want to ask, what is your favorite dessert? <laughs> oh, I was trying to think about that. That's the thing. I am one of the most indecisive people you'll ever meet. Yes. <laughs> so it really oh, just goes within the moment. Yeah. Like, the first thing that popped into mind was tiramisu. Or oh. people see it so differently too. So I don't even know if I'm saying it right. No, um, tiramisu is like one of my top five, I would say. So that creme brulee. Mm. I, I love desserts that aren't overly sweet. Yeah. But have texture and I like creaminess so yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a big cannoli girl like that is oh my goodness I'm Italian yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm Italian so like that is my that's my go-to dessert I would say yeah um so I'm a huge fan of your paintings and your artwork uh would you say that your art has kind of taken a back seat since being completely focused on be the love I think it yeah it kind of has, but at the same time, that's where I like to incorporate things with food. I like to kind of look at things compositionally and try and bring in an art. Yeah. Culturally aspect, maybe sometimes. And I also went to school for pastries. <laughs> so oh, I'm just trying perfect. to incorporate everything that I've done and into one avenue along with photography of course yeah of course so that kind of I, I would say that your I guess your photos and your photography is art I mean it's basically the same thing um that's one of the things that I posted about you is that your food looks like art it's like <laughs> when you look at it you're not just looking at something you want to eat it's something that's really beautiful and I think that's awesome thank you so you did say you went to school for um, pastry, right? Yes. Okay, so yeah. do you have any other type of training, and how long was the school? Was it hard? <laughs> well, I, um, I didn't even finish it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm only two classes away from a certificate. I didn't go yeah. to fancy school because I wasn't even sure if I wanted to commit to something. Thankfully, I didn't spend a whole bunch of money because – I learned very quickly, I do not want to go into pastries because right. they get up at 3 a.m. and I, I would be so grumpy. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I know I could do it, but it's just not the life I want to live. But um, uh, yeah. it was about like a two-year course. Oh, okay. Yeah. And pretty then, long. Well, I mean, you could double up on certain things, but the way that these courses were set up was you had to take one before the next one and then some classes were only offered in the spring so that's the only reason why it took that long yeah and I find that a lot of people that are creative 
are not really meant for school. Like, I feel like, I don't know. It's not like, a, I, it's not that they're not meant for school. It's just that I feel like self-taught is one of the best ways, especially when you're being creative. Yeah. Cause sometimes you just can't learn, like certain things can't be taught. Like having exactly. a passion for something cannot be taught. You can't force somebody to care about something. And there are so many different things to learn from as well and different resources that a structured curriculum may not always work for everybody. And it's not a bad thing, I don't think. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. So if you could give someone starting out as a content creator, um, a cook, a chef, a uh, photographer or an artist some advice what would you tell them mm, I would I think I would ask them something instead I would ask them why are you doing what you're doing what about it gives you passion is there passion at all and do you feel a sense of purpose in whatever you're doing because I think that knowing why you're doing something or having the fuel it's really important to figure out yeah absolutely yeah. i think you have to be passionate about something in order to be successful i just think you have to be super authentic and those things shine through in your work if you're if you're feeling that way if you're trying to force something or just try to make extra money it's it comes off differently it does it does and also, you know, not everybody will see the same vision that you do or will understand why you're doing something. And even if you explain something, I think if you can at least show them, you know, through actions, if you have the, the energy behind it all to just at least fuel yourself. Right. Beyond right. anybody's opinions. <laughs> I think yeah. that's important for anybody. Yeah, I think it's, I agree with you. It's really important, it's, especially when you're putting yourself out there for everyone to judge. You have, yeah. to be, you have to be super confident and you know what, take everything with a grain of salt because some people are either going to love you or they're going to hate you. And that's just the way I see it. Yeah. And all that is just based on how they're brought up and their perceptions and none of it will have anything to do with you. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so moving on, do you take all of your photos that you post online? I know that you tagged a photographer the other day, but um, for the majority of your pictures, do you take most of them? Yes, I take all of the food photos and whatnot. But as far as the photos of myself, yeah, I have my friends do. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I always think it's nice when you can incorporate people you know. Oh, easily. It it just adds another layer of something that makes it special. Absolutely. I want to take a quick pause to talk about today's sponsor, the original Scrap Box. Experience creativity without the clutter. No more digging through bins and boxes to find that one specific tool you need for a project. The original Scrap Box has made it their mission to combat the obstacles to creativity and help people spend more time doing what they love. Their hideaway workstations give you the ability to organize all of your tools and supplies in sight and within reach. You have to see it to believe it. Visit theoriginalscrapbox.com or find them on Instagram at theoriginalscrapbox. Creativity awaits. 
Use my code MERMAID to save $100 on your Workbox 3.0, the Dream Box, or the Ultimate Sewing Box. Yes, that's right, $100. And right now, when you spend over $1,400, you receive free U.S. shipping. That's over $600 in savings. The Workbox 3.0 has changed my life and helped to triple my business. You can watch my review on YouTube. Simply search Made by Mermaids. Again, use my code MERMAID to save $100. Visit theoriginalscrapbox.com and use my code to save. Now, back to the podcast. So on your website, you talk about your favorite quote being, be the change you wish to see in the world, which I absolutely love that quote as well. Why do you think that quote specifically impacts you so much? I think it impacts me because, you know, a lot of people will say something or they'll want to do something and, or they'll have an opinion about this or that and how it should be done or shouldn't be done. But the only thing that's going to make movement and change is actually doing something. Yeah. So, and I think being the change you wish to see in the world is a powerful quote. And actually that goes back to my Instagram name, which is be the love. And I was thinking, you know what? people caring for each other and appreciating each other, valuing each other. That's what helps uplift everybody and bring people together as a community, just like bees. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I love it. I think it's really cute. <laughs> I think it's, it means so much. I really love it. Um, so where do you see yourself going within the next five years with this, with Be The Love as yourself professionally um, in all aspects, really? You know, some people have their five-year plans and everything. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually sitting down trying to come up with one, and I was just drawing a blank because all I knew that I wanted to do was just inspire by being inspired, create, spreading positivity on to the things and people I love. And when I see myself in five years, I hope I'm doing the same thing, but just bring more people together. That is so beautiful. I think that what you just said is so nice. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, inspire by being inspired. I mean, that is just, that's what I'm all about. And that's why I'm so happy that I have you on today because that's what I want people to see. And I think it's so rare today that people are willing to help each other. So I think it's really nice what you're doing. Thank you. <laughs> I just hope it has like a, what's the word? I just want it to spread. Yeah, you want to make an impact on people? Yeah. yeah, I just want it to go around. Like, it doesn't have to be to me, but, you know, we have the power to make change, make movements, and if it can be passed along, then I think the world would be a better place. Absolutely. Um, again, going back to food, because, again, I'm Italian and love food. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what would you say, like, is one of your favorite dinner dishes so something savory. something savory versus sweet oh god that I cannot answer <laughs> I know it's so hard it just depends on the day and the mood and I love trying all sorts of things so I can't even it, it 
it could vary so much from one thing to the next because one day I'll want Indian food the next day I'll just want super comforting like super heavy <laughs> like American oh yeah thing and then the next day I'll want something fresh and zesty and like a, a salad <laughs> yeah I just um, like food too much that so I, I can't choose. I cannot. I know it's so hard. Um, so what would you say your style is like your personal style, um, for be the love? Hmm. Probably light and airy. Yeah. But kind of mm, curious. <laughs> yeah. I get like a very like rustic vibe from you, but also oh, up yeah but also like upscale. So it's rustic, but, but, you know, elevated. That's kind of how I feel when I look at your photos. Yeah, I wanted, I want to incorporate like old and new. So it kind of has this feeling of past, present, and future. Very nice. Yeah. Fun. Cause I want my photos to be timeless, but in an all encompassing way of all sorts of time periods. Yeah. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, I, I could see it in your work. Would you say that family has had a big impact on your work or do you have any family traditions revolving around food? Oh God, no. Really? <laughs> I think so, no. <laughs> Mm-mm. Oh my God. So you, this is all from you, which is super impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I would say like a lot of, because my family and I, we love food. We're big cooks in our family. And I would say that I'm very inspired by my mother and my grandmother. So the fact that you're doing this all on your own and you're so great at it is so awesome. Thanks. Yeah, I'm so used to, yeah, like I said, um, <laughs> my family, if we are all in the same kitchen, we just kind of get irritated that we're all in each other's way. So <laughs> it kind of fuels you to just go on your own and figure things out. And my family and I, we all have such different tastes in food too. So yeah. I don't know where I got my taste and influences from <laughs> other than TV. Yeah, I would say, <laughs> yeah, I can see. Um, I would say one of the, my most favorite things on your page is that chocolate salted caramel. Uh, was it a tart? <laughs> I can't remember. Yep, it was a salted um, caramel chocolate tart. Chocolate yeah. caramel. Yeah. yeah, that looked amazing. I know I got, you had that shared on like one of the bigger Instagram pages. So what did that feel like when you, when all these people were seeing your work? It made me feel validated. It made me feel good. And I wanted to soak it all in. But at the same time, I was like, well, it's just an Instagram post. I still want to do more. And it's, it's only the beginning. It, right. You know, some people would be like super ecstatic and then like, be really happy for the whole week which I was happy but I was like hmm. okay moving on now I still want to get better <laughs> there's still so much to do yeah I think that's really important what you're saying about getting better and constantly pushing yourself um, I think that's the best way to become successful and really make an impact like you were saying before yeah I, I was just thinking like no it doesn't stop here <laughs> yes, let me ask you this so your boyfriend, I'm assuming he's your boyfriend. So how does he feel about your work? Does he support you, encourage you? He's really supportive and encouraging. And it's something that I haven't had nearly as much of before in the past. So 
I feel like it's helping me develop at such a much faster rate than I would before and it makes I'm incredibly appreciative for it and him and yeah (laughs) that is really sweet and I I really relate to you because when I met my husband and we were first dating I mean he's been in my life now for over five years and uh he was one of the first significant others I ever had that truly believed in me and I think that's why I've come so far as a creative individual I don't think I would have otherwise it's not that I didn't believe in myself it's just that he it's really just an extra boost. Yes, yes. And when someone's sitting there telling you that you're worth something, your work is worth something, I think that helps a lot. Yeah, uh, easily, easily. I think it's hard. I mean, it's one thing to believe in yourself, and you must believe in yourself, but at the same time, to constantly do it when you're so uncertain because it's a road less traveled, <laughs> um, it can be easy to doubt ourselves so to have the support from our significant others is really special I think yeah I agree are you still selling your artwork or are you are you not doing that at this time or do you not prefer to sell your artwork do you just do it um as kind of a therapeutic thing I try and do it more as um, a therapy I guess a therapeutic thing it just whenever the art wave hits the paintings and whatnot I'll do it but recently with commissions it's like pulling teeth for yeah, whatever yeah. reason it's like I can do it but for some reason I'm resisting so much because yeah, right yeah. now I have a one-track mind <laughs> and I just want to improve this aspect of my life with food photography and storytelling through food and photos so yeah I think you're doing an awesome job I mean I remember when you started <laughs> the page and you've come such a long way since then and you're st- your style has only progressed. It's only gotten better. So I think you should be super proud of yourself. Thank um, you. <laughs> so we have about three minutes left. That went so fast. So where can my listeners find you? So on Instagram, <laughs> be the love, B-E-E dot the dot love. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. And they can find yeah. your website right from there, right? Yep. Okay, so that's it. That's everything. Thank you so much for talking to me today. I'm so happy that we finally got to talk. I always I know it's so weird. It's like we've been following each other for years, but haven't. Like, yeah, and like you're one of you're one of the few people that I actually like. I'm friends with on Facebook. I really don't friend anybody on Facebook ever. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, like from my Instagram world, I like to call it. I don't usually add other people, but I was just always so inspired by your work. And I think that you're, (laughs) yeah, I think you're super talented. So um, it's cool that I've seen you progress. You've seen me progress and it's just nice to support each other. Heck yeah. It's a really awesome. Yeah. Oh man. I still think what you're doing. Thank you I still have the ring. I I remember seeing that ring online. I'm like, (gasps) (laughs) Moonstone is just like calling me. And I always feel worried that I'm going to, um, accidentally knock my hand on something yeah. get paint on it so it. <laughs> I know that was like one of my first like I remember when I was really doing that style a lot that was one of my first ones and that moonstone I'll never forget because it was so pretty oh so pretty it just makes you feel good too yeah and you were like one of the first customers that purchased from me that took a photo of yourself wearing it and I was like yes I can use this <laughs> <laughs> I was so happy 
But all right, thank you so much, Monique. Um, I'll talk to you later. This episode's probably going to come up either late tonight or tomorrow. Okay, sounds great. All right, thank you so much. I'll talk to you later. Right. Yeah, thank you. All right, all right, bye. Bye. All right, guys, that went awesome. I hope you guys learned a little bit of information after hearing about Monique's story. Let's take a little bit of advice from her and be the love. I think the world needs it right now. In order to keep my podcast going, reviews are very important. Please scroll down at the end of this episode and write me a review. They are much appreciated. Tune in next week. I want to thank today's sponsor, The Original Scrap Box. I'm your host, Desiree Reinhardt, signing off. I'm Monique from Be The Love, and you were made for this. Tune in next week for a new episode, and remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Show notes are found in the description and at mermaidforthis.com.